0: Thank you once again for joining us. We pray that you were blessed. Click on the other episodes to continue on this journey with us. Don't forget to share and follow this podcast. God bless you. Today, seated in the chair to minister to us is our district pastor coming all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio. Amen. Somebody would say Ohio. But we'll keep it the American way, Ohio. Please, church, can we just be on our feet as I welcome to the podium Reverend Dr. Joseph Adakwa to give us the word of God and also lead us in time of prayer. Daddy, welcome. God bless you. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, I didn't hear you. I want to feel you. Can so I raise up your right hand, please? And wave to the glory of the Lord. Amen. Sons of God. Sons of God. Sons of God. God bless you. This is PRWC. Yes. We, this week is one of the most important weeks as far as The history of the church and the dynamism of the church is concerned. And we are grateful to the Lord that we are all celebrating and ensuring that the work of missions will be propagated. Spirit of God, we pray this morning that may your name be exalted even as your word comes forward. Speak unto us even in this short time in Jesus' name. Amen doing the work of the lord publishing his mighty name oh doing the work of the lord telling of his love to all into the world we go during the precious sea oh so we need morning, sowing in the noontime, sowing when the sun goes down, hallelujah, sowing in the morning, so in the noontime, sowing when the sun goes down, hallelujah, doing the work of the Lord, is mighty name, doing the work of the Lord telling of his love to all oh, into the where we go so in the precious sea. oh. so in the morning so in the winter so we when the sun goes hallelujah so in the morning so in the luta. so when the sun goes. hallelujah so in the morning For the last time, doing the work of the Lord, publishing his mighty name, doing the work of the Lord, telling of his love to oh, into the world we go, so in the precious sea, so in the morning, so in the we went the sun Hallelujah. So in the morning, so in the night, so in when the sun. Hallelujah. So in in the morning. Masuka brusi biri anda de anda. So in the sun. Hallelujah. So in the morning, so in the noontime, so in the sun. All other businesses we do, all other things we do, it is about God. But evangelism and discipleship. Is of God. Somebody say of God. I'll say with passion, of God. So evangelism, missions, work, and discipleship is of God. But all the things we have been doing, church, been playing, church, doing all, all of them put together is about God. And so it is time that the people of God will come together and go to the basis and recognize the significance of ensuring that. The priorities are set right. Amen. So I am speaking shortly to you on uh, what I have entitled, Revive to Make Disciples for Christ. Revive to Make Disciples for Christ. In fact, if you look at the, the uh, script, the video, the short video, you, we all observe that, Evangelism, church growth, development, it is not about just going to say, Jesus loves you, and, that, and that's it. Go preach the kingdom of, of God, and when we have done that, that's it. No, it is about taking steps to make sure that people are rooted, grounded, established, and even we give them places uh, of worship and all that, so that the, the, the soul becomes a holistic person. Uh-huh. So we don't just go about preaching Christ and leaving the people Wow! Oh, you go and then you give birth and then you just leave the child like that. No. So I am interested in talking about discipleship. How people can be discipled into the kingdom of God. Amen. And aside that I also hear within this short time was to challenge you. We have a lot of MTCs over here telling you that you and I, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. I was telling my people right there that Last week, I was personally speaking right there and telling them that, brothers and sisters, I have been here for almost four years. Now, you think that I am talking so far too long, but the, way, the reason I'm passionate about this is that for these four years that I have been here, how many of you have been able to bring just one soul, just one soul, within four years, into the kingdom of God, let alone the children them? So then when I got into that and everybody became quiet, those who wanted me to stop preaching because I was they all became quiet because indirectly we are so comfortable to the extent that ministering the kingdom of God has become a problem. So I have written over here that the hallmark of any lasting and impactful revival is the search of souls and the salvation of a great number of people to the kingdom of God. Revival without soul, soul winning And disciple making is incomplete, faulty, and deficient. Any one or group of Christians who are truly receiving a powerful revival will be hungry to make disciples for Christ. Somebody say, hungry to make disciples for Christ. (laughs) So I'm reading Psalm 2. That has been the whole week, Psalm 2, 8. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance. The ends of the earth your possession. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance. And the ends of the earth your possessions. Now, when you also read the, the, the popular scripture, we all know from Matthew chapter 28, 18 to 20, that Jesus came to them, And said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations hallelujah (laughs) baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of age so when Jesus was giving this commission He also made sure that the people will not just go and make converts, but will make disciples. And so our objective is not just to speak unto people about Christ. It is good. It is a starting point, but also to make sure that people are grounded. But the fact is that all authority has been given. So more often than not, it is not about, about your power, your strength, your authority, but it's about Christ who is backing you. And about the authority that you carry because when you go you raise the dead and you also heal the sick and you do and until you go in the church we want to see miracles happen we want to see signs and wonders happen until we move we will not see because that is what the israelites and the pharisees were expecting and jesus told them that you only see the sign of jonah because you people are expecting miracles and great things to happen But you are not expecting the move of God. It is time for us all together here in America because I have been saying that America is a land, a nation within a nation. We have all kinds of nations here in America. And Ghanaians, greater part of Ghanaians, gathered together in America, we are only doing church to suit the, what I call Ghanaianism. We are only doing church to invite people of our like, of our form. And therefore, our scope, America is 350 million people. 350 to 360. Every Sunday, 150 something million people don't go to church every Sunday. And as we speak, around 11 o'clock right now, as we speak, about 100, almost 200 million people are homes. And they are not receiving anything. So, when you put it together, America is the unchurched, the unsafe. America is the fifth largest nation. Fifth largest nation that is a mission field. So, I don't want us to think that it is only when you go to India. It is only when you go to Pakistan. Or go to any other, Madagascar. But here in America, it is the fifth largest mission field Here. So every one of us, we are entitled to make sure that we advance the kingdom of God. Oh, praise God. So a disciple is a learner, a consistent and upcoming uncompromising follower of Christ, someone trained to follow his master. Someone trained to follow his master. Now, so I, what I want us to look at very, in a the, in the, in the very short time, maybe 10, 15 minutes, is what is involved in the business of discipleship. What is involved? So I will talk about only three, three few things and then we'll pray. The first one is an identifying and testifying time. What is involved? So you see, when we look at the, 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 the clip, we realize that, hmm, we are blessed those of us who are here air conditioning everything we are blessed I have worked in the northern region before so the some of the places i've been in yen before some of the churches by the grace of god that we established over there some of the places have become districts so one time i remember i was at the back of the vehicle i was using could not go to the place where we had gone to establish a, a, a church and so i decided to sit at the back of the pastor and when we were going, there was a small stream over there. Yendi. I'm talking of Yendi. And then, so, at the, at the back, the, the, the motorbike went straight deep into uh, some small river. And I was at the back. It moved the pasta all the way from the motorbike into the river straight. And it moved me and I jumped over the pasta somewhere to another place. And the both of us were just lying over there. And the motorbike was also somewhere else. Today, I hear Yendi is an area. All the assemblies, most of the assemblies we had established over there had become districts. And God is doing amazing things. So for us, it is us to go and do something small we can. Now when we have planted the seed and done something small, God, it is the business and the, the business of the Holy Ghost, the business of Jesus, the business of the power of God to continue the rest. So as you sit down over here, I want to encourage you that you are fully loaded with the power, the spirit, the unction, and the authority of God. Ah, somebody is fully under the unction and grace of God. The spirit of God is upon you. And the anointing of God is over your life. You can, when you move, God will move. When you speak, God will speak. The fire of God is upon your tongue. The anointing of God is over your life. Rise up, somebody. Somebody. And God will go ahead of you. Praise God. See if I'm preaching. I want to preach. <laughs> I don't have time to preach. I don't have time. So the first one, what is involved in the business of discipleship, disciples, is an identifying and a testifying time. So please, let's read quickly. John 1:29 to 34. John 1, 20, 29 34. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of this world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him. But the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. John did what? I preach. I don't preach alone, I preach with people, so please be here. John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from the heaven and as a dove and remain on him, and I myself did not know him. But the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who baptized with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's choosing one. Amen. So we see John the Baptist identifying and testifying about Christ. So I am here to let us understand that Please, we cannot keep mute, we cannot keep quiet when it is time for us to testify about Christ. Now, it is also time for us to bury our pride a little bit. You see, we have become too conscious of ourselves and also of the environment. Oh, here you cannot speak. Oh, in in, in America, uh, this. Oh, in the workplace, we cannot do this. Who told you that... We don't have freedom of speech. It is in the in the constitution, isn't it? We don't have freedom of religion, freedom of speech. You have a relationship with somebody. And so you also have the right to tell somebody about Christ, even in the job environment. You do it in a way that will not destroy the the environment of the job. But you cannot also keep quiet because, oh, they say, oh, we shouldn't, it. we shouldn't say this, oh, we shouldn't say that. No! Be bold and go ahead. Identify and also testify about him. Oh, praise God. The second one is a calling. What is involved in the business of uh, discipleship? The second one is a calling, finding, bringing, and following time. Shall we all say it? A calling, finding, bringing, and following uh huh. So these things are all involved in discipleship. So if we want to disciple and bring people and make sure that they are grounded, established, there is a time for calling. And what we are going to read, I want you to do your own homework because you are intellectuals. Uh huh. So identify the calling times, the finding times, the bringing times, and the following times. Oh, praise the Lord. No one can become a disciple unless he or she has heard him call personally. So from verse 35, when we were reading, it says that the next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, They followed Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. They followed Jesus. Turning around, because Jesus and his disciples were there. John the Baptist, his disciples were also there. So they were all in just a position. They were all ministering at the same time. And you, the disciples of John, you see Jesus passing by. And then you leave your master, John the Baptist, and then you go and follow Jesus and also his disciples ha! But because John the Baptist had already heard That the one on whom you see The spirit of God descend He is the Messiah He is the chosen one So you see that in, in discipleship And in Christianity and in ministry And in, in bringing people to Christ We need to work with one another Praise God we need to work with the pastor, we need to work with the elders, we need to work with ourselves and make sure that we form a team. We are not competing, we are complementing one another for the kingdom of God. So there was a calling time. Now, if you continue, you realize that uh, he said, Jesus asked them, what do you want? They said, Rabbi, we are, uh, where are you staying? Jesus said, come, he replied, you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard that what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did—listen now, please—the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon. Oh, praise God! The first thing he did was to find. That's why I'm saying that there is a finding time. What, what can you find? If you are not searching for something, if you are not looking for something, you cannot find anything. I want to say that if you are not searching for souls, you cannot find souls. God brings the soul around your corner. So, you see, your eye and your heart must be somewhat charged with the capacity and strength to be able to search and to find a, a, a soul that is, is languishing in trouble. Now, when, when I like what Andrew did, the first thing he did was to, find, was to call his brother, Andrew. Andrew called his brother, Simon. We have found a Messiah. So the whole of 2020, the whole of 2021, whom have you found? Whom have you found? Please, let me say this. I don't have time. I will stop let me see this. In this world, I have come to realize for the past one year, I have come to realize that life does not consist of the abundance of things you possess. Huh? I know what I'm talking about. Life does not consist go to your wardrobe, all kinds of coats, all kinds of seals, all kinds of this, all kinds of that. The ladies, go to your your wardrobes. ay, 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 ay. sometimes you spend a lot of time even trying to search for something and you look at all these things and we are fully loaded with these things but you you realize that after a passage of time you see that all these things you go back and look at the wardrobe and you see that all these things are still there nobody is even taking pains. And so you see that, whether it is bank account, I don't want to go into details or for some things, but I want you to realize, I lost my wife just only one year. One year has not even come. So as I speak to you right now, I have lost my dear wife. One year has not come. Yet. But one thing is that, when I went to his uh, her wardrobe, and right now, if you go to our bedroom, I'm saying this passionately to, to, to energize, not to make you, sad but to energize you and to let you know uh, when you enter our bedroom the everything around where she used to be is still there. Her wardrobe, is, she likes clothes, all kinds of clothes, all kinds of bars, all kinds of this, all kinds of that. They are all lying there right now as I speak with you. And so when I was coming over here and I went, my wardrobe is also I took the smaller one. When we went to the place, she took the bigger one. The ladies, you know, we won't want the bigger one. So I gave the bigger one drove to her and I took the smaller one. So when I took the smaller this, I was going to take this coast to come over here. And I saw all that. And I asked myself, mankind. so in all this, if my wife had not given her life fully unto the service of the kingdom of God, all this, where are you going with all these things what is life what is life so if you are comfortably seated over here i want you to understand i may not even go about this and forget about it but i want you to recognize the fact that every day of your life your life is reducing one after the other one after the every day your life is reducing Your life is reducing. But what account will you give to your maker with all the resources he has vested in you? The education you have, the monies you have at the bank, the all the other things, the children God gave to you, every other thing that you have. How are you giving account? when we are talking about making sure that get all the millions get all the the fat accounts you will not enjoy them that much sister, brother I am here to let you know that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness give your life fully unto the service of the kingdom of God hallelujah I said, give your life fully. Somebody say fully. Ah, I didn't hear. Somebody say fully. Give yourself fully <laughs> unto the kingdom of God. And one day, you shall be blessed. Because we heard that. Shall be blessed. Sometimes when, when our chairman and apostle, when they are talking about, about this, I took my phone, when it was time, I uh, Somebody I heard that. Don't worry. When I took my phone, I was going to give some account, some, num, some this some. And then something touched me. So what is money? I doubled it. <laughs> what am I was going to give. I said, So what is money? Eh? And you, you know what? My attitude and my mindset has changed. Has changed. Because I have seen that Irrespective of whatever you can get Man's life is not consistent Of the abundance of things you possess but how rich you are towards God How are you rich towards God Richness towards God means that You have loaded yourself with spiritual values Things that have eternal value Things that will last for long Things that when you die you open your eyes and you go to heaven and your resources are laid down up there in heaven for you. Therefore, let's give ourselves fully to the kingdom business. Now, I want to, I want to stop. I want to stop. But I'm here also to let you know that all oh, these things, if you can do them and do them very well, you need the power of the spirit of God to open your spiritual eyes to be able to do the undoable. It is easier said than done but i will give our authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me yes but when he was talking about let me read this one before i stop uh-huh let me read this one last one couldn't preach my, my sermon yeah couldn't preach my sermon but if we look at what I have said, power backed disciple making, I have written a few things over here. I'll say this and stop. Evangelism and disciple making, a spiritual exercise which breaks the bondage Satan has put people in and demons have put people in, into and liberate them from them and set them free by the power of God. It is therefore a warfare, somebody say warfare, Uh which requires the power of God from on high to operate in the servants or the messengers of God. Signs and wonders will have to accompany the messenger to confirm the message being preached and directives or instructions given by the man or the woman of God. So you see that when Jesus was sending Uh, out the twelve, he said, when when he had given them all the instructions, he said, take nothing. All authority has been given unto me. Drive out demons. And then cure diseases. And then proclaim the kingdom of God. Heal the sick. See, so um, I want us to understand that. You, before I go to Cincinnati, I want you to understand that you are not an ordinary person. You sitting down over here, please, You have the spirit and the power and anointing of God over your life. You know what? When you raise your hand upon the sick, they must be healed. When you go to your workplace... Somebody gave a nice testimony when I was in New Jersey. It was an ordinary, what they call, in quotes, common member. Went to workplace and they recognized that somebody was sick over there. Said, And then said... Pray for this person. So the lady exercised uh, confidence, laid hand upon that person, and prayed for that person. Now everybody knew that that person was sick in the workplace. By the grace of God, the person got healed immediately. And then one or two other people around came and said, that, ah, "What? How were you able to do this, Mama? Where then? I Two minutes Another lady." I want you to give me part of it so I can also go somewhere and also do that. But the point I'm making over here is that the way the sister gained confidence and prayed for the person, the person got healed. I think that if any message that this sister gives over there about the kingdom of God will touch people for them also to receive Christ. So, let us go with power. Somebody say power. This week, if you were not able to speak to anybody about christ this week as you get out of this room i challenge you and charge you by the mercies of god that go and make disciples for christ and also give your substance to support mission's work maybe you may have given 50 dollars please before you get out of here double it eh? if you gave only hundred dollars and your bank account is loaded with $200,000, $100,000. And you are giving only $50 to the Lord. Change your mind before you get out of here. The money is not your money. You are only a custodian. You are only a custodian. Bank account is not there. You are are they need money over there. And may the Lord God Almighty bless you. Shall we be on our feet, please? please. Up our right hand. Jesus has died for us, and His death has given us a message—a message of the cross. So pray that Lord grant me the grace to be able to move out there and do Your kingdom business. Take my whole, take my life, and let it be. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Receive the anointing of the Lord for the gift and the spirit of evangelism. May the grace of God abound towards us, holy Ghost. May You fire us up, O God, unto the work of missions ah may you fire our soul fire our spirit fire us O god that we shall never be the same people through you O god your name shall be exalted through you many souls shall come and experience the fire of the Lord. we trust the lord god almighty your word has the go and void Naba zitebele ya gusatakada Nariyama luka busibele ya da Yaba khosi yabori ya Diriya basakaya dadea Raba Sitelea, and baka mamasitelea Enwa zoro Rabaka ya da ya touch our hearts and touch our soul may there be a new fire for evangelism a new fire for the work of missions a new fire oh god to blow through your church to blow through our lives a new fire a new fire set a new fire in our hearts lord set a new fire in our soul a new fire in our soul I am coming, Lord, who can be now to thee. God loves me by the blood that flows from Calvary. Heavenly Father, this our lives unto you. We are grateful to you, O God, for the work of missions and what you are doing here in America. We believe that there uh, you have done a lot, but there is a lot also for us to accomplish. America as a mission field, we yield ourselves unto you. We have whites, we have African Americans, we have the Hispanic brothers and sisters, we have all other Africans. We have the Asians, we have the indigenous Indians also amongst us. The world, and here is our mission field. Spirit of God, in our community here in Worcester, we pray that make us of oh God symbols that will touch lives over here and draw people unto Your Kingdom. May we become instruments of evangelism and instruments of people who will be missionary in our nature, in our quest. Spirit of God, I commit our, our pastor unto your hands, Lord. I ask the Lord, together with the uh, leadership, the district executives, and all the leadership of the church, and the members of the church, may you fire all of us up and your spirit rest upon us that we can continue the work whereunto you have called us. May your name be praised and may your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you once again for joining us. We pray that you were blessed. Click on the other episodes to continue on this journey with us. Don't forget to share and follow this podcast. God bless you.